mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. 323. Welcome to episode 323 of There's No Place I Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG Universe. Yes. Season one. Yes. Episode six. Uh-huh. Water. Uh-huh. AKA Grown Ups do that sometimes. <laughs> I really look that lot. <laughs> I feel like this series, the AKAs, have been a lot more of just me repeating just things. Just quotes. That, there's just some really choice lines in there this are. one. <laughs> but I was like, everyone's lying. He's like, grown-ups do. That is my favorite line of the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Mine is, um, I couldn't make it be an actual line. Okay. But it was something about sandbugs instead of sandworms. Yeah. There was some there was some play of words in there and I didn't think of it because I will shortly tell you why, but my yeah, brain how, is slightly fried. How was your weekend? Okay. So with my voice <laughs> sounds like I've smoked a couple packs of cigarettes right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It is because I have spent two days yelling at the top of my lungs <laughs> outside in the unusual Florida cold. Yeah, well, that I was, was quite dr- a weekend. Well, I was dressed for normal Florida weather, but that's because I enjoy the cold. Um, so this past weekend was probably the biggest Highland Games event. So did you know that the Highland Games we were at is the biggest Highland Games in all of Southeast United States? I did not, actually. I learned that because I like facts. That is great. <laughs> so it was definitely a large Highland Games. Yeah. Um, there was both Nick and I competed in the Highland Athletics. Nice, nice. It took place over two days. Mm-hmm. So it was the first time we weren't competing at the same time. Yep. Um, I yelled for everyone. <laughs> there was 10 women competing in Women's Open, which was fantastic because um, there was four women who this was their first games, their first times competing. Yeah. It was fantastic to see. I love having a giant group of cool. competitors like that because we, as I've said before, we don't compete against each other. We compete with each other. Yeah. Um, it's co-op mode. It's, it is definitely, it is 100% co-op mode. It's a co-op mode, but they happen to rank things at the sure. end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while I, 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 did take away a few things from this past weekend. One of them was um, a more sunscreen. A, a, definitely a sunburn <laughs> on the face and my chest. Yeah, more sunscreen. <laughs> Guys, I was wearing sunscreen. You can never have too much sunscreen. <laughs> um. Anyways, I have that. I got two personal records. Yes. On both the heavy hammer and uh, weight over bar, which I do not remember my number for. Heavy hammer, I know it's over 60 feet. Uh, weight over bar, I finally passed 11 feet. Uh, it has been a struggle of mine and got 12 feet and, in fact, won that event. Nice. And then got a couple other seconds. Uh, third. And then ends up out of winning second place overall. Hell yeah, you did. And won a, a full-size metal round shield. 
Yep. <laughs> like a badass shield maiden that you are. Um, it was fantastic. Um, yesterday. Here's the important thing to remind people, I think. Yeah. Because people work on this and condition for this for years and years and years of years. You've been doing this for like two years, maybe? Two, like two and change. And you're second place at the biggest games in all of the selfies. I know it's the open. It's not the invitational, but still, that's pretty damn cool. Yesterday, the invitational, the professional women competed who, goddamn, yeah. fucking amazing. That was fun. Um, actually, I take that back. There was three PRs because I did, we had a lighter caber, which is the, you know, large telephone pole yeah. that you, yeah. is always like log, the showcase. Log yeah. Yeah, but it's always like the showcase of Highland Games. Yep. Um, it was a lighter caber, but the wind was very heavy. Yeah. Uh, so I, um, wasn't able to completely flip it, but I got the highest score yet for Fuck me on that. Yeah. Um and yes, yeah, the women yesterday who competed just absolutely blow my mind. They are yeah. goddamn amazing. Um my favorite part was watching the lady who had the same insulin yeah. the blue glucose sensor <laughs> that I did on her yeah. arm and I was like, I recognize you. And so it was very cool to see like a type one diabetic <laughs> out there wearing all her stuff. And she uh, was amazing. Like her sheaf was she was not spectacular. Yeah. Uh, and anyways, husband Nick competed yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he also he doesn't have final numbers yet, or at least I haven't heard him. But I know he got at least one PR. Yeah. And he got third place uh, in weight over bar as well. Hell yeah. And so it was a it was a good day had by all. I ate a lot of Welsh cookies. Yeah. <laughs> and bought some dragon ears for myself. Uh, they're amazing. Because, like, I know that elf ears are a thing that people wear. Yeah. But I'd never seen dragon ears before. And I was like, oh, that's what my life needs. They're stunning. I dragon. So that was fun. And they are made <laughs> by the same person who has made a lot of the jewelry yeah, for they're the all made show of brass. Vikings. Yeah, it's all brass work, right? Yeah, it's all brass work. Because I have cool. a. The torque, and I just got an arm torque. From yeah, him. very cool. I, if I knew his name off the top of my head, I would share it. But if not, I will. You know what I'll do? I'm going to do this like a real grown up podcaster. I'm going to put it in the show notes. I think. Don't it, even worry about it. I'm pretty sure it's like Crafty Celts, I think, or something like this. Yeah, yeah. I will share it in the show notes. Yeah, it, so it was fantastic. And if you haven't seen um, Highland Athletics, perf- like, competed in person is that how you phrase it compete in person uh, if you in haven't person. seen highland games in person you can leave sure. it there, there because you go. it's games um yeah. it's uh i will say this especially the women yeah we yell for each other we want each other to beat us like yeah. my favorite part was watching you interact with the tiny red-headed child <laughs> I, who was like i want to be like you and also can i have some glitter i i did actually interact with children which um may i think for some people was more impressive than me watching me throw things yeah but the but the <laughs> idea that you know I, i'm trying to think of like when i was little and the people that were impressionable to me yeah and it's like, how cool would it have been to just see some like badass lady throwing things? Yeah. I would have been like, I want to be that lady. I probably would have started this like 20 yeah. years earlier. 
But yeah, so good weekend overall. It was fantastic. And if my voice declines from here on out, you will know why. It's fine. It's fine. We'll make uh, it work. What, what? I will tell the story. <laughs> what, what did you do this week? <laughs> um, I bought a really cool camping chair. Yeah, you did. In <laughs> while I watched you compete in the game. <laughs> it's, it, you know, um, I think my life's going to be a lot of like, we did a house thing today. Yeah. We did another house thing today. Mm-hmm. Um, so drywall maybe <laughs> is part of my weekend. A lot of, you know, picking up dog poops. Yeah. Um, teaching the boys how to... So we've moved into a neighborhood that is very, like, hometown USA feeling. I get that. And everybody's got dogs in a way that our other neighbors didn't. And the houses feel closer together because they are, because they're all from the 1950s. Yeah. Um, and people like bring their dogs outside and they just interact like it's this weird utopia. I'm waiting for something bad to happen. I'm waiting for like the don't worry, darling portion of this. I was also about, not as terrible. I was literally about to go on. You know, I didn't actually finish this movie. Spoilers, but... spoilers, spoilers. But, uh, but anyway, our boys, not that social. No. So there's a lot of us being like, hey, it's okay that other dogs exist. Yeah. They're allowed to exist. <laughs> You don't have to be upset about it. No, no need to be upsetty spaghetti. They're getting better. Yeah. I learned that my little dragon boy, my Drakey, is scared of small dogs. That's which fine. makes me laugh. That's fine. Uh, other random thing he's scared of, used Christmas trees okay. sitting out on curbs. I mean, they're creepy. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? He's probably a Doctor Who fan. He's probably, as he knows, he knows there's some yeah. shit up with that. Very, my little dude has the strangest, strangest vibes. And he's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. We are not walking near that. I do love that you call him your little dude. He's my little dude. Yeah, he's a big little dude. <laughs> my big 70 plus pound little he dude. He's like larger than your older yeah, dude. Yeah, he is. He is. I have my old man and my little dude. <laughs> my old man's starting to get a white beard. I mean, listen, my dog is also not a fan of other dogs existing. Yeah. I'll tell you, they're doing a lot better, though. And, and they're not like aggressive about it. They're no. not mad. But they're just like, why is this allowed? Yeah, why are there other dogs here? And it's like, because they are, because they just get to be here. Why <laughs> don't they have to follow the same rules I follow, Yeah, mommy? it's like, <laughs> yeah. We did, that is part of the look I get sometimes. Yeah. Like, they're outside in the front yard. And I was like, yeah, but see how they're not taking <laughs> off and running into, like, the main road? That's why they get to... See how when the mommy calls them, they come back and they don't look at her and flip her off? Like you buttholes do? Like... You, if you follow the rules, you, could, you get to be outside. Yeah, but also don't leave your dogs out off leash in front of other dogs, please. Okay, bye. Yeah, um, <laughs> I did start watching Inside Man. Very good. So the new Stephen Moffat joint. I new, do love uh, Stephen Moffat and Tenet, isn't it? So it's I David Tennant, Stanley Tucci. Okay, I'm already here. It. I'm it is already sold. Yeah, and it's it's a limited series, which is why we were like, let's get into this because yeah. even if it sucks, it's like five episodes. Yeah, so it's on Netflix. It's a limited series, uh, Inside Man. Um, I don't want to tell you anything about it. No, I'm already here for it. You said Stephen Moffat. It's and dark, though. I'm care. gonna say it's dark. Okay, don't care. I, um, I, those are two people that I'm like, whatever ride you're taking me on, yeah. I trust you. Um. <laughs> I did. I know you were watching it tonight, but I yep. need to talk about it. Did watch the first episode of Last of Us. I assumed you'd get to it at some point. And again, if you'll remember, Jesse and I are 
are, you know, uh, pretentious assholes who are like, nothing's ever as good as the original. Yeah. This is as good as the original. I am very this, excited. It, and I can't tell. I, I'm very curious to see how you react to this first episode. So we watched it and then live texted with Brother Matt, yeah. who was also watching in a very mm-hmm. far away place from where we are. So we were all sort of watching it together and all three of us have played it. And and like knowing what you're about to relive because it's the prologue of the game, right? Yeah. It's the beginning of the game. And before- I haven't played it, but I have watched someone okay. play it. So knowing what you're walking into yeah. already hurts. Yeah. You're already like, like I think a lot of our texts <laughs> before the show started, it's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to feel pain again. <laughs> I'm ready for this to hurt me again. And let me tell you, it does not disappoint. It well, hurts you. I'll also it say it hurts you because now I've not seen the show yet. Uh, we are watching tonight. Mm-hmm. It was a very long day yesterday and a very early bedtime for us. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> I, I really, why. I was really hoping to like cap off the weekend by watching that, but we got home and we're like. Nope, sleep. It, you do no. want to go into it with energy because yeah. you're gonna hurt. My heart was pounding throughout most of the show. Um, everyone does an incredible job. Incredible job. I don't want to say too much because you're yeah. about to watch it, but I'll say Pedro Pascal nailed That's awesome. nailed the performance. And so did Bella Ramsey. She's made Ashley Johnson proud, I'm sure. Yeah. Um they're just so good at it. They're just so very good. Everyone's really done their... Everyone understood the assignment, to yeah. use a common term. And you it's one I mean? of those where... And I don't Anna Torv is... Oh, God, they're all great. <laughs> I was just going to okay. say, I don't know if it's because I didn't play it myself. Uh-huh. Um, I watched the playthrough. Yeah. It's one of those where it's like... I can tell its quality and I can tell how gripping it was when you're playing it. And I can tell why everyone else is so absorbed Yeah, but because I was watching someone else play it. I don't think it gripped me in the same way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Here's what I'll tell you. Play the prologue. Okay. Just play the prologue. I'm just going to have you come play the prologue. That's one fine. Day. Sure. Nothing else. Yeah. Just enough to, there's, you just, it just, <laughs> It just hurts. And I don't know how to say that in yeah. a way that makes sense. I mean, I've sense. seen the prologue. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get where you're coming but from. It, it, and then the thing is, the surprise never, like, it never stops hurting. Even yeah. if you know what's about to come. Yeah. Even while I'm watching the show, I'm like, but maybe it doesn't have to end this way. Listen. No, it's still going to end this way. Listen, I, I get that. There is not a moment ever when I rewatch the movie um serenity okay that yeah. i will not be stabbed in the fucking yeah. gut when i hear i'm a leaf on the wind and i'm like fuck everything i don't like this <laughs> so i get that yeah well i mean there's a reason that stormy's middle name is washborn in yes. honor of but i'll share you this way look a lot of what's happening is so let me let me just read you a couple of the text back and forth to each other <laughs> okay fuck <laughs> shit Yup. You're not crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. We're all crying. Not going to lie. I'm crying. This never gets easier. Yeah. Fuck. I'm not okay. This is relentless. I'm screaming. I'm holding the dog. Hey, don't forget to breathe. Oh my God. We are here. We're here. Part is I literally could be like that could be either one of you sending all, that. It's all of us, <laughs> and it was the like, three of us. Yeah, 
no, no, no. <laughs> Fuck, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, okay. that sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say one phrase that will make sense later. Yes. Um, for anyone who's going to watch it. I don't think it's enough of a spoiler to hurt anything, but uh-huh. the phrase alone will make you laugh. So when you get to that moment, it'll be a moment of levity. Yeah. Nana clicker. Nana clicker. Nana clicker. Okay. Two words. Don't That's make fine. sense together until you watch. Okay. It's fine. That's I mean, all. I can imagine. Yeah. There's a picture in my head already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay. October 30th, <laughs> 2009, before this turns into a Last of Us podcast. It could easily happen. Still could happen. Story by Brad Wright, Robert C. Cooper, and Carl Bender. Mm-hmm. The teleplay was written by Carl, directed by William Waring. Previously on, we are gassed up and ready to go. Yeah. Recap, the ship is the destiny. Everything is hard all the time. <laughs> Everything is shit. Yeah. Everything is awful. <laughs> Everything's awful. I am part of this team. So Riley is sharing a story about how he heard about these tiny miners that survived in a cave for six days by drinking their urine and eating coal. Yes, at 5.30 in the morning, I looked up this article <laughs> and found that there was two brothers. Oh. And the rescue is actually called off, called off apparently, after two days because oh. everyone's like they're fucking dead yeah uh, and also this other mine collapse happens so we have to reroute our forces and they end up finding a way out somehow the article didn't say how they got out that's amazing just that they found a I'm way i'm really out. glad he looked it up because i meant to and forgot to yeah. and then i started thinking about the chilean miners and then i was like oh, yeah. I wonder how they're doing now so i remember anyway if you're ever looking to to study <laughs> Or to, you know, learn more about the Chilean miners crash. I recommend the podcast Against the Odds. Oh, yeah. Because there was a lot of drama. There was a lot of drama. I remember very clearly following that story. Anyway, um, the other wild one, which is, I think, now a movie, is the one with the kids in the the Thai cave rescue. Yes. Oh. That one... That one, the thoughts of it terrify me. Well, the way they had to rescue That's them what I'm is saying. so horrifying. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the thoughts of that one, like, is nightmare fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, there's no way I could watch that film. Uh, yeah, well. I would prefer two hours straight of nails on a chalkboard <laughs> than to, like, I'm already not a fan of caves. Yeah. My butt's puckering at the thought yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't so, ever watch The Descent. Okay, bye. No, I'm no plans to. <laughs> so the actual concern on the destiny, uh, as Young walks out from the water compartment room, yeah. that their water levels are down again. Um, so I call it the smart kids room versus the jock kids room. Okay. So the smart kids room is like, why water no here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> And, like, the water levels and what's happening to their water are a big enough concern that they are, like, actively guarding the water. Yeah, yikes. So the only person who's even... We keep riding that Lord of the Flies line. (laughs) We keep just teetering back and forth. So the other person who's come by to ask about water was Spencer because he wanted to look at the tank because crazy person and Riley was like, no. Speaking of Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. So, um, I'm just gonna call it the control room. Yeah. Um, Rush and Young and Eli are trying to figure this out. It's trying to run through these ideas of evaporation or leaks in the recycling system, and Rush is trying to get it working again. Uh, they've ruled out those two options already, and they're down to less than half the water that they had when they got on the ship. Mm-hmm. 
So they have a problem. Yep. Young and Rush get a little in each other's faces yeah. for a bit, which I feel like I say every single episode because it basically happens. It's just every part of their episode. ritual. It's it how is. they exist. Yeah. It's how they communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, because it comes down to Young not understanding why they can't just dial Earth. Yeah. Because we've gassed up. We yeah. have all our power again. Mm-hmm. And Rush goes, no, <laughs> we have all the power we're able to get. But our power reserves Doesn't mean it's enough, yeah. aren't full. We're around 40% of what they're designed to hold. Yeah. And Young just scoffs that. He's like, I can tell when someone pulls a number out of their ass. And mm. Eli's like, yeah, well, it was my ass that I pulled the number out of. So my, my ass is pretty good with numbers. Yeah, and he's not <laughs> making it up. Yeah. And Russ tries to clarify that if, big fat if, Destiny was ever able to dial Earth, it was thousands of years ago yeah it wasn't now she's basically not new enough to make that cross-country trip if yeah. you will mm-hmm. like just because you know the car's got a tune-up yeah it doesn't mean it's gonna make it beyond like a two-hour drive changing its oil does yeah. not like suddenly make her able to no. do that cross-country trip and there's this like silent stare-off yeah. And Young wants Brody in on this because he's an engineer and Young needs Eli for something else. Mm-hmm. So. Super secret missions. It becomes not that secret. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if Eli just doesn't know how to stealth with a tiny remote camera or just doesn't <laughs> want to. He's just, like, I kind of want to be like, Okay, here I am stealthing. Yeah. <laughs> As he like ping pongs it off the wall. It's one of those where like he may have like rolled a 15 or something on the dice he's like not one yeah whoops <laughs> sam regal did i'm just kidding listen that's a, I don't, that's a rumor yeah yeah i'd also wouldn't doubt if there's times where he's like yeah. one yeah i won it for the story yeah they're the keynote we're watching volker and franklin discuss the water issue while waiting for their food rations mm-hmm. i'm gonna put food in heavy sure in yeah. heavy quotation marks sustenance rations exactly yeah uh they're down they are down forty thousand liters of water that sounds like a lot it does sound like a lot and i did not put that into more visual terms so if you think of like a two liter yeah. bottle of soda. Well, mm-hmm. how much? What's the number you said? 40,000. 40, so 20,000 two liters. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of water either way. That's a lot of water. That's like enough to fill like probably a medium sized house in two liters. That's what I was. That's I was trying to visualize it. And I, I didn't think get so. around to it. Yeah. Franklin is honestly just thinking that they're I don't lying. know why in my head they were all orange soda. <laughs> Sorry, I just needed to share that. It's all orange soda. All orange soda. Okay, bye. They are down 40,000 liters of orange soda. Mm-hmm. And Franklin is honestly assuming that they're not missing any water and the military is just hoarding it because at a certain point, they will control the water and therefore control everyone on the ship. Yeah. Oof. And Volker first, but eventually they both just see the Kina watching them. And Franklin just walks up and is like, yes. We are talking about you. Yeah. Which I love. <laughs> Eli and Young are watching this interacting in Eli's room. And Young is like, yeah, I'm not worried about those two assholes. Yeah, uh, it's fine. They're dumb. They're they're not <laughs> discreet enough no. to do anything stealthy. Um, but this is the project he wanted Eli to do. He literally wants him to 
over here and spy on people so that Young knows who he can trust. Yeah, sheesh. And Eli is like, this makes me feel like a spy. Not sure how I feel about this. And Young doesn't reassure him in any way. Oh, if it gives you any sense of normalcy. Um, an average like pool, like a backyard pool, is about 20,000 liters. Cool, cool, cool. So two backyard two pools Two backyard of water. pools worth of water. Um, Young doesn't reassure him that he's not spying or that he is spying. And say so he just tells him to clean up his room. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Eli. Like, nowhere <laughs> in the existing fucking yeah. anything. No. Is he allowed to not have a dirty room? Also, who cares? It's his yeah. room. Yeah. If he wants to be dirty and cluttered. Yeah. Just fucking it's on like, him. like, what are you, my mom? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as Eli gets back to work, we see a little whirl of dust storm behind him. Dust creatures. Yep. Dusties in disguise. Okay. Um, so after credits, yep. the ship comes out of FTL. Greer is heading somewhere with purpose, but senses something. Yep. Which would be that little dust storm. Little, little tiny guy. Um, but hides. It, it hides when Greer turns around and instead Young is there. Mm-hmm. Um, blaming that strange feeling is coming out of FTL. But Greer's like, no one. Yeah. No. No, I know better. I know FTL. That's not what that is. Yeah. He's... So here's a decision I've made. Mm-hmm. Greer is a paladin. Okay. Lawful good paladin. Because he has a weird like sense. Blah, blah. I forget what it's called that paladins get. Oh, but that they divine sense. sense. Of, like, yeah, yeah. Basically, he's, yeah. he's like vibe checking and he's like, there's something here. Yeah. My senses are telling me. But he's also very like, we're going to do the right thing even after kick your ass to get it done. That's what I mean. I would only say lawful good because he's going by his own laws. Yeah, 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 but he's like, but it—it's—he still has this very specific type of like. Yes. This is what the right thing is. He has a very strong moral compass. Yeah, and he's gonna kick your ass to make sure it follows yes. that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, in the gate room, the ship is already dialed into the one planet in range, mm-hmm. and from the Kino footage, immediately Eli calls it Hoth. Yeah. And he gets like this blank look. I love that he's like Hoth. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Oh. You know that all of us would be the first thing that that, that could talk. He's got no friends on this ship. No, and I love this blank look from Young, and he's like, you know, Empire Strikes Back, the second Star Wars film. I'm sorry, but I refuse to call it episode five. And I'm like, dude, you can not want to call it episode five all you want, but in the opening crawl, it means it says episode five, and it has. That's a writer who didn't know what the fuck they were doing, because it literally says it in the... It has nothing to do with the movies that came out in the early 2000s. The only one, the only one, is originally, yes, when A New Hope came out, it just said A New Hope. But then, when he got a second film, they redid it in the 80s, and then it said episode four. Come on. Um, Also... Now, I love what this is supposed to mean, yeah. which is like, I don't recognize the new films. Yeah. And so I just wanted to write, just you wait, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> you will long for the naive just days. Just you wait. Of the prequels. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> okay, I'm out. <laughs> this is coming from someone who will still watch any Star Wars film at any moment at the drop yeah, of a I'm a Yeah, I'm a dumpster. I will, I will be mad. I, can, I will argue. Okay, bye. Well, I think it's one of those where it's like because of I because I still love them all. It's like it's one of those where it's like, look, I can criticize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can yeah. criticize my brother, and I'll make fun of my brother. Yeah, but don't you dare talk. Don't you talk dare talk. Don't you talk, my brother. I know which of these movies this is dumpster fire, but these yeah. are my movies. Yeah. <laughs> is the weird JJ Abrams thing fucking weird with yeah. the way with the racing? Um, yes, a thousand percent. 
But I get to say that. But it's Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Rush interrupts this cultural touchstone moment with yeah. sharing that it's negative uh, 47 degrees Celsius, which is negative 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Also, there's less than 1% oxygen, almost entirely carbon dioxide with a a, a splash of argon. So just a, it's, it's like, um, oh, I just forgot the word for it. Dry ice. It's yeah, dry ice. It's dry space. ice. Yeah. You're just breathing dry ice. Yeah. Um, more importantly, possibly liquid water. Liquid water. Liquid. <laughs> so thankfully they found those spacesuits before mm-hmm. that, you know, don't pay attention to the fact that they, again, look like the evil Asgard spacesuits. It's fine. Don't, I like that they fine. look like that. They also sort of look like Warforged creatures. Yeah. They're also literally the spacesuits from those yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Don't pay attention. I mean, it's <laughs> pure coincidence. <laughs> pure coincidence. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> this show is certainly one that would just happen to reuse props and not have an alternative There's motive no behind it. There's no budgetary reasons. Just because reasons. It's actually. Oh, I know what you're yeah. getting at. I'm telling myself mm-hmm. it's budgetary reasons. Budgetary reasons. reasons. I'm literally drinking coffee. Uh-huh. Uh, and re- <laughs> young radios for Scott. He's not picking up. I'm going to go ahead and drink coffee while you enjoy this next scene there, Grace. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so this is the, Grace moments. Look, if Scott had a punch card, yeah, he'd have a free sandwich by now. Yes, or he's close to it. Listen, all I'm saying is you can't get mad at Vanessa. You are snogging in front of an open door. Yeah, I do like that. She's like couldn't find a broom closet. Yeah. Um, my thought now is like, so what's your plan, dude? Are you going through every lady on the ship? Or are you just going to hang out with Chloe for a little bit? What's? I'm like, I'm like, listen, Scott, why are you spicy at her? Like, you're literally snogging with the door open. Yeah, yeah. And you're, so you can't hear your radio. And it's like, bro, you couldn't close the fucking door? Come on. Come, relax. You're, you're not 16. No. You can handle closing the door. Also, you're not in the middle of sex. Like, you're just snogging. Yeah. Calm down. You're fine. But also, even if you were in the middle of sex, you shouldn't turn off your radio. That's the thing. That's on you. You know, you didn't turn off the radio when you were fucking Vanessa in the first episode, did you? Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you turned off your your radio now? Sorry to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the little, like... Vanessa just kind of turns back to Chloe and like weird grin and then like leaves. Well, it's one of those where it's like, do you say something? Yeah. Do you like mention the histories? Do you like be like, heads up. <laughs> this isn't like a the first time he's done this. <laughs> like, do you give that or do you just be like, you know what? This is hers to this is not my business. I, uh, to, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to make that call. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I, to me, and we don't know the answer to this, is like, how long was the thing between the two of them going on? Was it just like well, the one true. time in the broom closet? Because then I just might be, meh. Yeah. You, you're, you're figured out. But like, was this sort of a longer term thing that never ended? Yeah. <laughs> and like, you found out that the relationship was over as you found him. Yeah, and you're Chloe. like, oh, cool. So I guess we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are I, two different situations. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think she handled it the best way possible. Yes. And we'll see later in the episode. She's like being cool about it. She is. Uh, she's anyway. being, she's very like, we're stuck on a boat and I'm not going to raise any shit about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so Park is the one who has been leading the charge on getting the space suits up and working again. Yep. They only have two currently, maybe in another day or so they'll have a third, but they'll be gone by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these things have been sitting here for thousands of years. So, you know, restoration takes time. So it's just young and Scott going to the ice, to Hoth. To get ice. Scott would rather take anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) And Young, you know, still recovering. Someone else who's done an EVA, maybe. And he's like, no, we're going. The two of us. They just have to, you know, they just need a way to cut the ice now. There is something interesting about Young deciding that he's the one who has to go off, like, every time. Like, you've got some very able-bodied people there that you could have sent out. listen, if we've learned anything from star trek is you know the away team is not led by picard right right janeway's not leading the away team yeah if you're on the away team everyone else is dead because here's the thing you are i can't really say it's as equal like land or or general landry or hammond did not leave to go on the away missions right now um um, John was the head of military, but he was not the head of the base. No, like you always had Weir there yeah. or someone there. Also, you don't trust leaving Rush on that ship without you watching his back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That to me was the part. I'm going to agree with the conversation that Scott has with him later. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so we send our two Warforged out. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. Uh, ones are suited up in the gate room park shows them the plasma cutter which would cut through ice like butter and I'm hoping and assuming that is just something that is like a plasma cutter that's from the ship because a plasma cutter I'm pretty sure would do jack shit to ice <laughs> but sure that's fine sure um, they cover some communication details as well Young puts, there's no plasma in ice I am I do not technically know how a plasma cutter works, but I'm is, fairly it's not sure, heat, right? Or no, I'm I it's like electricity, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that shit's not gonna work on ice very well. <laughs> Just saying. Uh Young puts TJ TJ in charge of the destiny until they get back. Yeah. He wants to make sure I do like this part. I think uh plasma cutters work by sending a pressurized gas such as nitrogen, argon, or oxygen through a small channel. Yeah, I don't know how that would work on ice. I don't yeah, I don't think it's gonna I went to how stuff works. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh and Young really wants to make sure everyone understands the chain of command and that TJ now holds the chain of command. <laughs> <laughs> Rush is like, oh, we'll manage. Yeah. I'm like, watch, watch, watch your back. Listen, I'm going to give Rush credit for how not, how much he doesn't barrel over TJ yes, in this episode. I do give him a lot of credit. The restraint shown. I think it's weirdly like, here's, <sighs> there's a couple of things I think going into that. Uh-huh. I think A, Rush does respect TJ. Yeah. More so than he respects maybe some other people on that ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and B, I think there is a part where Rush is like, yeah, but it's not as much fun. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, when it's like, 
sometimes dogs of the same um, sex yeah. don't get along well. Oh, you just mean because Kaylee doesn't like any other girl dogs? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like it's part of that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's causing the issues. I don't know. We'll see. I think there's also... I there's no need to, like, alpha at each other. I also 100% assume that Rush is just doing extra shit in the background. Yeah. Because there's no oversight. Right, right, right. He's like, I'm just going to take advantage of this to exactly. do all the things that I don't get to do. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and We're- so f- with physical activity on the two guys, the two ward forges headed out, they have eight hours of air. Mm-hmm. There's 11 hours before they jump into FTL. So don't worry. They will run out of air before yeah. they get a chance to be left behind. You'll know. You'll Eli- know if we're leaving because you'll be out yeah. of there. Mm-hmm. Eli helps real, real lot there with it factoids yeah i mean it's nice it's a nice don't worry though like don't worry about the ship leaving you yeah you're fine just focus on not dying yeah wormhole travel Mm -hmm. and we get to see from a kino of them coming through the gate um it is beautiful and deadly and deadly one (laughs) one you'll kill you with one breath yep they get to work collecting the kino they start testing the local ice and unfortunately the ice here has a bunch of shit that is toxic Mm -hmm. and I'm impressed at how knowledgeable Young is. Like, I don't imagine he knew all this stuff going into it. I think it's like... It's just a the, quick study. Yeah, I think on the desert planet, it was like, you put here, you punch the buttons here, yeah. this is the readout. But like, knowing all, like the, the way he rattles off the science, yeah. it's like, I'm impressed at how quickly you picked all this shit up. Well, it's one of those where, what I definitely get the idea from Young is, he's he's... Like John in the way of he's not a fucking idiot. Right. Right. He's he's someone who's like acknowledges where he lacks knowledge. Yeah. And is quick to sponge up the information he needs for that moment. Yeah. I also wonder if he's ever based on the things that we learn later. There's all this weird allusions to like, you've done this before. You've done this before, which like not all of it is military. I believe only because I know a human being like this. That he's also like one of those like thrill seekers, like I'm going to go do like a 40 mile trek through Mm -hmm. the Andes kind of guy. He did some weird shit when he was younger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ultra marathoner and Mm -hmm. just crazy stuff like that. Um, So there's no usable water here at the gates. And Mm -hmm. the issue is, is the further away they go, the less ice they can get back to the ship, which Mm -hmm. Eli has an idea for that. And he runs off to Tinker. Yay. And also... I, um, they can't really, there's a lake in front of them Mm -hmm. and you can tell Scott is not from Northern climates because he's like, well, let's just get to maybe some fresh water under the ice. And he's like, dude, the ice is like 10 feet thick. That's how cold it is. Yeah. That's, those are things I wouldn't know either. Yeah. Again. You're like, you're not getting to the water right now. Got it. Yeah. Uh, and... So, uh, Scott's like you sound like an expert in this he's like yep done it a million times it's mm-hmm. fine super normal I don't think we ever find out where Young is from I think I'm just making these again I think he's like from he's northern just areas like a, well I think he's just one of these like thrill seekers yeah he's probably done a trip to, to the to Antarctica yep he's probably been one of those guys yeah 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 or like the hey let's go ice fishing in the middle of nowhere in the Arctic and yeah just because we can yeah someone Who's doing these jobs gets into fights with his wife about like stop mm-hmm. fucking taking these. This is a person. Uh, you think of like a Tom Cruise person who yeah. like they live off of that adrenaline yep. rush. 
This is a guy who's gone base jumping. And so he's like, even here, he's been stuck on this ship with a bum like yeah. this all. He's like, I've got to go fucking do yeah. something. But that's why he knows things like this, because yeah. he may have been in a similar situation, similar situation before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Yep. So that's when a tremor hits. And Young clearly points out that, you know, if you remember correctly, the last planet I was on blew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it doesn't let anyone sit on that statement long, yeah. very long, calling back to the fine. destiny um, that <clears throat> we need to get to that bright idea Eli had. And it's right then that Eli and Greer push out a little anti-grav platform. Yeah. With a, a bunch hoverboard. of kinos. It's a hoverboard. Yes. Uh, it's a little, a little floating, little floaty mouthy. Yeah. The only thing that went better is if they painted it like the bright pink eighties <laughs> hoverboard colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's impossible. Like random shapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's impossible to steer by remote, uh, but it can very easily be pushed. And it is actually kind of maybe the result of Eli's most recent attempt to fly. Mm. But more importantly, should hold a ton of ice. Yep. The thing delights everyone as much as it does us. Yep. And Young is very excited to see it. It's a gold star to Eli. Yay. Not sure how much it's going to hold, but it's definitely going to hold more than you can hold in your arms. Yep. It's already an improvement. Yes. And before they head out, Young tells TJ that if they don't make it back and she's like, no. Please, no. He goes, listen, we're two guys in million-year-old spacesuits walking alone on a nice planet. Yeah. If we don't come back. The odds are not in our favor. You'll do fine. Yeah. Uh, And off they go. Sheesh. Uh, It is Greer and Gorman who are watching the water this time. Mm -hmm. And TJ realizes it has dropped again. Yeah. And Brody has made sure there's no leak in the system. They have no clue what else could be. Um, And also, who the fuck would steal that much water? How do you How steal that much water? you steal water? that much water? You know what? Someone on the ship has found a a creature, like in the film, Shape of Water. And there is mm-hmm. a Shape of Water creature living somewhere amongst the pipes. Yeah. And somebody has fallen in love with said creature. Uh-huh. And it's constantly running out of water. So they're taking all of these yeah. water to fill a tank for this creature to live so that they can fall in love and have weird animal creepy my weird favorite creature is sex. that's where your head went yep and my head went to making a giant tank to save two humpback whales named <laughs> <laughs> Hank and gracie yep to bring back to the future that that could be a thing too to save a planet to save earth from a probe you never know that's exactly why mm-hmm. uh all of these things can be true thousand percent uh, is like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Um, and so just to like say that we've done something, let's search the ship. Yeah. Just to like rule shit out. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, there are now two active dogs in the area in case you didn't hear it already. I apologize. There was one in the area, but then the other one ran in and then he's like the, the party's other. here. Party's here. I'm here. Start the party. Oh, no. He only did that to steal the first dog's spot, sleeping spot. That makes sense, too. Yeah, that's about right. right. Sorry. So there's some people hanging out in the gate room right as the gate shuts down. Mm -hmm. And Eli walks in going, hey, dial up the gate again so we can keep in communications. And Eli, who's on the stairs tinkering, is like, dude, you're like, the timing was fucking perfect. The gate just shut down. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's 38 minutes. Yeah, that's how it works. Like, 
it's a whole thing. Did you not realize? The Almost whole, like, like we're tracking it. Did you not realize the whole 38 minute limit on a Stargate? <laughs> did, did, you, were, did you fall asleep when Daniel Jackson was telling you that That's part? probably one of the first things he tells you. I mean. Yeah. So Rush radios for an update and they're out of view of the gate now. The two guys are and doing a new test on some ice they found. And the results say it is worthless water. It's and they have trash. to keep looking. Yep. This time it's TJ walking down the halls, mm-hmm. getting some hinky feeling, same as Greer did. Yep. Spidey senses tingling, pausing to look around, and this time she does in fact see the little the little dust storm buggy creatures uh, behind her. Yep. They kind of walk slash fly closer to each other. Yep. And slowly a face forms for just a moment before Greer radios and startles it and flies away. Now, are we supposed to recognize the face that they make? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't know. Because I have Stargate base knowledge for this. Okay. I always assumed it was very much like Cold Lazarus and the crystal, crystal Entity. It just kind of like face mimics. So that's what I was trying to figure out, right? Yeah. So at first I thought it's just mimicking her face. But then I thought... Is it warning her about Spencer? Because it sort of almost looks like Spencer's face, too. It it's could. hard to tell what anything. They, at the end of the day, they all look like Vision. They, they do. all look like Vision. 100%. <laughs> but, yes. But that was sort of my thought. I was like, well, maybe that's why it doesn't have hair. Although, hair is very hard to recognize. I mean, it took Pixar how long to be able to do it? So these dust mites have some, some work ahead of them. Yeah, A, that, anyway. and B, if you think about it's fairly good odds that these bugs have never seen like a human ish mm-hmm. life form mm-hmm. before. So it's like it doesn't register right. Right. Hair and like hers is still short and like done up. That's true. So it's like it doesn't necessarily know the difference between that and like Spencer's bald head. It's like a Klingon. Yeah. Fair point. You know, it all yeah, it knows it is it's part of its head. Yeah. So it could I had not thought about the fact that it could be like warning. Spencer. Yeah. Um, I it's kind of assumed... like when Stormy comes and just sits in front of me and makes sad face and yeah. I'm like, oh no, that means Drake is doing something bad. <laughs> That's usually what it means. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I always just assumed it was because it kind of did the same thing with Scott a couple yeah. in that one episode and does later in this one. Yeah. I kind of assumed it was cold Lazarus and just like if you're trying to communicate with someone, you just repeat back like what yeah. you heard. True. Um, anyway, Greer calls and she's like, yeah, can this wait? And Greer's like, look, I mean, really. I'm happy to deal with Spencer on my own. But you won't like the way I deal with him. <laughs> she's like, no, I will be there. Yeah. Two guys are holding Spencer. Reminder, he's still a piece of shit. Oh, 100%. basically what this scene is. Uh, Greer picks up and shows off two five-gallon water jugs of water, partially full, and a whole, like, the whole backpack full of energy bars that... We know he's fucking lying because yeah. we saw him take all the power yeah. bars. Yeah. Spencer emphasizes that he didn't steal anything. Those are all his. He brought them through when they evacuate. And I'm like, you brought two five-gallon water jugs of water? Yeah. Also, even if you did, dude, none of that gets to be yours no. anymore. That's you, not how this works. This is definitely a greater good situation. Yeah, unless it's like your underwear. Yeah. Everything here is like... Yeah. Shared goods. And even then, if you're not wearing them, they are shared goods. <laughs> exactly. If I need to steal this underwear to make a tourniquet, I'm yeah. gonna. And 100%. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna, I maybe make sure they'll clean first. 
That's what I mean. If they're not the ones you're actively yes. wearing, I'm hoping they're clean and you didn't just bring your dirty laundry <laughs> on your escape attempt. Um, Greer slams up against the wall, just wanting a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when TJ gets attacked by a puppy. Yeah, sorry. That's when TJ breaks him up, back off. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have time for the shit. Uh, there's a dog trying to climb on my lap. Yeah. Mind you, Nixie is not sitting in a chair that seats a dog and a people. No. It, it's barely made for a people. It's fine. Good boys. Okay. okay. We're going to keep recording. Yes. Let's so, just keep recording. Um, Spencer. They're going to lock Spencer up and yeah. let Young deal with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm saving that shit for him. Yeah, he gets I'm the joy of this. that. I don't know what he just stole. That was my sandal. Okay. I will be right back. You keep telling the story. <laughs> so... They don't want to dwell on this any longer. He wants to know what TJ found, which she's like, I don't even know what I just found. And wants to talk to Rush first to figure it out. So Greer knows (laughs) that they're never going to find that amount of water that's missing. Again, 40,000 liters. Yeah. But TJ's like, I don't know what the fuck else to do. Like, just keep searching. Yeah. Because again, then we can say we've searched the we, ship. Yeah, you can at least say we know where it's not. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, that's one of the first things is like, oh, you're missing that much water. Well, did yeah. you make sure someone didn't steal it? Did you search the yeah. ship? And on the planet, they have found a frozen waterfall. Yes. So at some point, there is or was flowing water. We don't quite know if this is like winter <laughs> or if this waterfall is thousands of years old. Yep. Young breaks off a piece and starts testing it, and this time it is pure water gold. Yay, water. He radios Destiny uh, on their find, and they plan on cutting up the waterfall into pieces and carrying it back. Mm-hmm. Which, here's the thing, and I do love that they keep remarking on this, but just to emphasize, it doesn't matter if you got that entire fucking waterfall. That is not that much water. No, it's... Just not. Because you know when water melts, it like looks like less than when it was frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not that much water. <laughs> but it's water. It's water. Yeah. But like. It's not going to make up for 40K no, liters. It yeah. is. That's going to keep like a couple people. That's going to keep like maybe a day. Yeah. For that group. Yeah. Yikes. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Greer is still searching. He is in Chloe's room. And he's like, look, I know. I know and you know I'm not going to find anything here. But we have to to go through the process. Yeah, Yeah, we have to go through the process. He has to go through it for show. And Chloe understands this. She doesn't have to like it. Yeah. (laughs) But she understands it. Yeah. Franklin wants to pass and is up in arms. Which, how is this helpful? How is this mentality helpful here? I don't think... I don't think it's him thinking it's a healthy mentality. I think it is a man who's fucking frustrated. It just needs something and to be just mad at. Ne- it wants needs something to be mad at and is snarky because clearly this tiny woman has drank 40,000 liters of water. Yeah. Um, and even Chloe's like, he's kidding. Chloe's like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, yeah. Um, Franklin finds all of this Although egregious. If she could drink 40,000 liters of water, I'd be very impressed. I would be too. I struggle to do my daily <laughs> 64 ounces. <laughs> yes. 
Anyway. That was another thing from this weekend. Definitely dehydrated. Drink more water. Uh, hey, guys, when you're doing something really active, you need to drink more than 64 ounces of water. Yeah. <laughs> um, Franklin finds all of this egregious. He's like, we have rights. And Gray's like, oh, do you have rights? Yeah. Guess whose room I'm searching next. Tell me about all your rights that you have on this dying ship of ours. <laughs> yeah. You have the rights for me it's to important. put my foot up your ass. It's important for people to have their humanity and their dignity, but it's like, bro, we're on a dying ship. Yeah. What do you want from me? I like. Yeah. I get that I'm not going to find 40,000 liters of water in your room, but I'm still going to have to like poke through your room. <laughs> yeah. And be like, they're not in here. I checked. I've already found someone who's hoarding 10 gallons of water. Right. Right. So on the planet, they're starting to stack up the ice and Young knows what I've said. It's not going to be enough. Mm -hmm. So instead, of course, let's shoot the waterfall. Guns are always the answer. (laughs) Young's like, I mean, I've done this at least five times. (laughs) Scott gets to shoot the waterfall this time. Yep. Just remember the only bullets they have are the ones that they brought with them. Yep. So he takes his time shooting the ice. What in the world? I don't even know. What did your first thought be like? There's a lot of tremors. This place is really unstable. So let's shoot things. Let's make it more unstable. That seems like a great idea. Yeah. In the control room, TJ tries to share what she saw, that the cloud of bugs is definitely not a right term. Yeah. Eli's like, I'm not okay with this. Yeah. You just said- Eli is losing his mind. You just said cloud of bugs. Yeah. Calm down, Eli. We're dying. There's no water. The bugs are really your biggest problem. Chill out. It's like the, she's like it's like the cloud was alive and it was really just thousands of like tiny alien creatures. And Eli's like, again, I have a problem with everything you just said. Well, again, he said alien, and he this man has watched. This is a man who's watched too many sci-fi horror uh-huh. films, as we'll get to in a uh-huh. second. So Rush remembers that what she's explaining actually lines up with what Scott said he saw on the desert planet. Yep. And TJ is like, I remember him saying that. And so I'm wondering if something came through the gate, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have noticed it was a few flying grains of sand that came through. Right. How would you? And then like any fucking living organism started fucking. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Now Eli is worried about chestbursters. Because again, they're tiny grains of sand. Yeah, they're tiny grains of sand, and that's how they lodge into your body and then like start <laughs> burst growing out of your chest. and like burst out of your chest. You know that's what he's thinking. Yeah, that's exactly what he's smiling. <laughs> he should have talked to Gorman. That might have saved Gorman's ass. Uh, TJ really is sort of like it's more like they were communicating. You yeah, know? yeah. So maybe for now, let's start with diplomacy. Yeah. Well, we're going to learn that as much as she tries to, diplomacy is not... TJ's a little... She hasn't had to exercise her diplomacy skills a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to ask everyone to keep from wandering on the ship. Mm -hmm. So she goes to the control panel and does one of the more (laughs) unreassuring messages I've ever heard. (laughs) That, you know... We have a situation. Everything's under control. But as a precaution, everyone stay in your room until further notice. Just don't touch anything. Yeah. Sheesh. (laughs) And no, for now, she's not telling anyone that they have a case of the aliens. Yeah. And I'm I'm slightly distracted because a husband, fiance, 
uh, Jesse um, decided very, I'm, I'm very grateful for this. He made peanut butter conks for the boys yeah. so that they wouldn't continue to disrupt the pod. It's stormy. It's like the gods dropped yeah. manna from the heavens. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. where did this come from? And he keeps circling his Kong like he's never seen it before. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Sorry. Just felt that you all needed to know this. It's fine. Okay. He's clearly not having a case of the aliens like Eli well, is. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, they don't need to know that shit for now. Mm-hmm. And while she is asking them for advice. <laughs> God. She's not getting much in the way of response because Rush is like, why the fuck? Well, sure. Always consider the greater good. And I'm like, have you ever taken your own advice? Get out of here with the fortune cookie advice. Well, here's the thing, right? Rush is considering the greater good as far as he's concerned. It's, yes. The problem is his greater good mentality. <laughs> and this will come back later when, yeah. we, when we, there's a decision that Young makes that uh-huh. considers a greater good. Uh-huh. He's always focused on the science of it. Yeah. Rarely on the people of it. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. It's like you realize that greater good is subjective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In his mind, he's like, no, 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 it's clear. And yeah. you are talking to a cleric. Yeah. Whose greater good is going to be very different than yours. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Another tremor hits on the planet. Yikes. The cards piled high to the ice and they head back. Um, so Gorman is called by Greer to meet them in the gate room to help collect ice. It is the, basically the last thing that men will hear. Yeah. Uh, cause he is about to run into said aliens. He doesn't know what they are because no one told anyone else about the cloud of aliens and he doesn't like it. And he's nervous, so he pulls out his gun and starts shooting at them. Look, don't get me started on something political, but some people need to know that their gun is not the first choice in the situation. my thing is more of like, think logically, would you shoot your gun at- A fly. Yeah, at like a bunch of bees. Yeah, how, yeah. In a ship- that you know is sketchy. Yeah, I'll give credit. At least Greer was like flamethrower. Yes, flamethrower. Let me is just going shoot to... my gun at whatever the problem is. A flamethrower is like an area of effect spell. Okay? Yeah. A yeah. and B, it's not going to potentially depressurize the ship. Yeah, that's that's true. So I shoot my gun at it. The the aliens get mad yeah and start attacking him if you start with violence you better know that you can win it and i will say this seems like one of the shittier ways to die Mm -hmm. this does not feel this is not pretty well the worst part is that he doesn't even die right there he doesn't like hey you're just gonna suffer for a long time and those it seems like the cuts are on the inside and the outside yeah 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 yeah. because he stops screaming for a bit well, because he's got to eat bugs. Yeah. So the first batch of ice comes through the gate. People yeah. immediately start unloading it, making a chain to start carrying it back to wherever the fuck it needs to go. Hopefully you're going to, like, filter it before you just dump it into the yeah. water tank. Yeah. Um, Young wants to go out and get one more ice run. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Rush is like, so you should know we have some aliens on the ship. Yeah, I just found some buggos. No big deal. Eli's like, yeah, they shredded Gorman. Yeah. Just a million tiny razor blades got him like piranhas. It's fine. Mm-hmm. He's alive, but like barely. I, I do. Eli, <laughs> just shut the fuck up for a bit. <laughs> that doesn't help. Young immediately wants to come back. Um, but no, Rush assures him that 
Eli's overreacting. Everything is fine. We're pretty sure it's the same creatures that Scott saw. And Scott's like, yeah, if that's the same shit, then they they help me. They're mm-hmm. friendly. Yep. Uh, and in this case, Gurman provoked him because he didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Rush continues, look, everyone is in their room. The sand at this point is just a nuisance. We need more ice. You're fine. You do your thing. Do what you're doing. Yeah. Young will figure out this shit when he gets back. (laughs) So they send send the anti-grav platform back. The gate shuts down. And Rush just turns to Eli and tells him, you need to learn when to shut the fuck up. Yep. Yeah. You need to learn when sharing information is not going to help yeah. The mission at hand. Yes. So if someone's already in a very dire situation, it's like when we were little and my dad would work out of town and he was very busy and he yeah. was working far. My mom was like, I don't want you guys calling your dad to tell him bullshit things about how your sister didn't let you watch the TV. Yeah. That is ours to handle. Yeah. And it's like, okay, got it. And But Eli, <laughs> I, I think the difference here is he's like, Eli goes, I'm not going to let you lie to him. And I think there is yeah. there is a difference here because I can see the lack of information versus the lying of information. There, yeah. Um, but they have priorities because after this planet, we don't know when we're going to get water again. Yeah. And this ice isn't even enough to keep us going. And so we need him focused on yeah. the planet. Yeah, yeah. Eli tries to argue again and Rush completely dismisses him and tells him to stop acting like a child. They have another stare down and eventually Rush leaves and then calls for him, calls for Eli to come help him figure out this issue. And like the, I feel Eli, there's a ton of people around who just watch this interaction between Rush and Eli. And now he, Eli, I can only imagine is getting called as if, I want to say like a dog, but like Eli is being called like, like a child. Yeah. To come do whatever, you know. Yeah, take an order. Yeah. Come take an order. Yeah. Like your job right now is to follow my order. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. And I can imagine Eli is. I can, not just because my face is horribly sunburnt, but I can feel. If I was Eli, like, I can already feel sort of that heat on my cheeks of yeah, like. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, he has to eat his instincts often around yes. Rush. Yeah. And that is a shitty feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So a man after my gnome's own heart, <laughs> Greer has made himself a flamethrower. Yep. Why not? And he's showing it off to TJ and Rush and Eli like, look, I can invent things too, mm-hmm. bitch. I made it. <laughs> it, makes, it makes fire. He wants to torch him. He wants to hunt them down and torch him. Yep. And... TJ's like, how about we don't? I've, I like that they're like, Greer wants to torch him. Eli wants to make fanic peer f- fear-based choices. Yeah. Rush is like, yeah, they're harmless. We got bigger shit to worry about. And TJ's like, all of you are dumb. Yeah. All of you. She's like, maybe they're acting up because they're feeling threatened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greer is a little put off. He's like, did you see the man's face? Yeah, but again, he chose violence. And again, TJ's like, yeah, I saw it. I'm treating him. Yeah, bitch, if anybody has seen it, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to know exactly how many cuts are on his face? Because uh-huh. I know. Yeah. 
Um, Rush is Rush is on team. Let's not piss them off. Yeah. Until like honestly, I'm kind of on Rush's team right now. Yeah. Until we know like what we're dealing with, let's yeah. not antagonize them. Yep. Uh, Eli points out that we really need to do something soon because we can't just wait until they drink all of our water. And everyone like wretched scratch like stop and looks at him. And he's like, seriously. That no one else has made the connection of yeah. weird alien bugs showing up and us missing water. Hmm. The, I mean, they were on a desert planet for a long time. They may be really thirsty. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and obviously Rush did. Yeah. Which I love that we <laughs> don't actually know if he did yeah, or not. Yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah. Um, for now, TJ you wants... You were busy thinking they were below your effort of having <laughs> yeah. to worry about. <laughs> they were just like, you know, sentient sand. Yeah. Um, for now, TJ wants Gru and his team to go find this cloud entity bug thing, mm-hmm. whatever we are calling it, and report back. Yeah. And no torching. No flamethrowers. No fire. I feel like I know this feel when when uh, when a character is walking out of the room and the rest of the party goes, no fire. And my it's gnome like, just keeps walking. I didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is, there is weirdly a lot, I'm making all these connections about how there is a little bit of Greer in, I think, both of our gnomes. Yeah, well, it, so I, I relate my character Donnie to Greer in the sense of like, I'm not waiting for you to tell me what the right thing to do is. Yeah. I already know. Yeah. I already know. <laughs> Nothing is stronger than my own moral compass. Exactly. Regardless of which way it points. It doesn't matter if my moral compass points the same way as yours. It is absolutely the correct choice. It is pointing hard in the direction that it points. And I didn't know there was Greer, There was a little bit of Greer in, in my gnome until yeah. he invented enjoyed fire. a flame, flamethrower. Yeah, enjoyed fire as much as he does, yeah. I've already asked if I can invent a flamethrower and the DM said no. It's fine. It's fine. She has way more other ways of making fire. There you go. Yeah. So on uh, the planet, Scott is cutting through another chunk of ice and Young is loading and they're going to be, it's going to get dark soon. Mm-hmm. Greer is searching through the ship with his flamethrower yep. when they hear something. Yeah. So Eli has led them with his Kino spy network. Yep. <laughs> um, they have Riley on the screen who opens the door to the water. They don't see anything at first on the Kino, but Eli flips it into, I don't know, some other part of the EM spectrum besides yeah. visible light. And they see them, all the little flickering, um, bad noise static. Yeah. Flying into the water tank. And they're growing exponentially and using all of their resources. Oof. And Rush knows they have to get them off the ship. Yeah. Um, I do like the way he words this. He does not say, we have to get them off the ship. He looks at TJ and goes, you have to this get these off the ship. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing other shit you that I'm this. not telling you about. Yeah. I'm busy distracting, being taking <laughs> advantage of you being distracted. Probably. So that I can do things <laughs> that Young doesn't want me to be doing. Uh-huh. Yep. And, like, they don't mention it, but we know for a damn certain he is. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Greer has found the main swarm. Yep. He's warned not to antagonize them. He's like, I'm not going to unless they antagonize me first. He does take a very, like, primal approach where yeah. it's like, I'm fire. Yeah. I'm fire. Come at me <laughs> and I will be fire at you. Yeah. Um. This, this is where I relate him to Donnie. 100%. Yeah. 
So the question is, I, is... I didn't come at them with fire. I just showed them I had fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's on them if they came too if, close to my fire. If they ran into my fire, it's That's their, their fault. That's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> so the question is, is do they move when Greer does? And, you know, once he throws a little fire bolt at them, they do move yeah, away from again. him. Yeah, see? Uh, there's no airlocks in the Hannibal parts of the ship right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so TJ has another idea of what to do. Yep. So... The guys have a bunch, about as much ice as they can fit on the platform, mm-hmm. and they know it's not going to last them long, but Scott is really hoping Destiny is going to know that they need water and then, like, give them a nice planet with, like, a tropical lake next door. I hate this joke that they make here, that the writers <sighs> because, make here. Because, come on, we deserve a break. In the ice. And the ground collapses from underneath him and he plunges into the ice it. cave. I hate it. I hate it. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that ice chunk bar. <laughs> he falls into an ice cave. Yep. Young calls out being smart again. Mm-hmm. This man's been around ice. Yep. Do not get too close to the edge of that hole. Right. He, um, this man's climbed Everest. Yes. So Scott is physically fine. Mm-hmm. Just far enough down that he's out of reach. Wedged in and there is a long way down underneath him. Yep. Oof. Young finds a line to throw down. Scott wraps around his chest and arms. And again, Young has done this a dozen times too. Mm-hmm. Young and Scott both start pulling, letting out warrior cries as well. Um, but Scott doesn't move at all. He's pretty wedged in there. Yeah, that ice is hugging them real tight. Fun fact, when you're throwing heavy weights in Highland Games, it is your throw is vastly improved if you let out a good warrior cry. At Makes the same sense. Time. Makes sense to me. So before Scott can even think about trying to dig himself out, a tremor hits again and locks Scott in there even more. Yikes. And both aren't sure what they're going to do next. They just have to think about this. There's mm-hmm. an answer somewhere. They don't know where it is. Yeah. Time to search. Young calls a ship, fills him in on the situation. He's really hoping the other speed suit's working now. And TG's like, it's not um, because everyone's confined to quarters. Yep. So... That. But everything's fine everywhere, all the time. There are no worries anywhere. Nope. He's like, cool, we'll figure that situation out later. So how's the bug thing? And Rush shakes his head at TJ, who's like, same as before, don't worry, moving on. Everything's fine. Eli, his eyes, the the way his eyes, his eyes are just saying, what the fuck? Well, it's like, what is, what is Young going to do? Like, yeah. what is the point in telling him in this moment? Exactly. This yeah. is where I'm like, this is not lying. Yeah. But this is sharing relevant information. Yes. Necessary information. Yes. Um, It's like earlier Rush had some lies to Young, whereas this is just like needs. You don't need to know. There's there's nothing you can do. I don't see the point in having you worry about this. Keep your concentration on what you're working on. Scott tells him not to worry. He's going to be out of the situation too very soon. And they all sign off. And Eli's like, everyone is fucking lying at each other. Yeah. This is where my favorite line comes up. And Rush goes, yeah, grownups do that sometimes. Yeah. Sorry, dude. But also, fuck you, Rush. I do appreciate Eli's earnestness and this desire for honesty. So I've had to learn this too as I got older. It's like, not sharing things isn't always lying. Sometimes it's not yeah. beneficial. Oh, I also other had to. I listen when I was Eli's age. I was Eli. Yeah, it's like c- consider this. Yeah, are you sharing this information to relieve yourself of it, mm-hmm. 
Or are you sharing it because it's important for the person to know? Mm -hmm. That's my tip. That's how I figured that out. Yeah. Because sometimes it was like, all you've done is create a burden on another person. Yeah. That wasn't necessary to do. And I think whereas mine was just like, I'm just, I, I, I get nervous. So I talk. And so when I talk, I'm just going to share everything that's happening. Yeah. Not out of a, like releasing the burden, but just because, um, talking is the thing that I can do right now. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Talking is <laughs> yeah. releasing your burden. Yeah. So it's like, so I'm it's not... like you got to sort of like cut that guy down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you this information specifically. It's more of like, I'm just kind of talking about things and that might come out at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Greer is still following the bugs. They head up a ladder and he calls to TJ that this is apparently their plan and it is apparently working. They Yay. are hurting the bugs. He's showing them his boss. Scott has an idea. <sighs> Scott has an idea of Young lowering the gun down and he'll shoot himself free. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. There's no way those bullets won't ricochet into your ass. Yeah. That's fine. Or face <laughs> or suit or anything. He's yeah. like, well, how about I? you give me the plasma cutter and so I can cut myself free? And He's like, yes, yeah, so you cut your suit too. Look, I'm glad that you're thinking, but like... But Let's, think of not dumb things. You know how you just kind of have to get the ugly pancakes yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are the ugly pancakes. Yeah. Get the bad ideas out of the way so that there's room for the good ideas. I mean, Young also has the idea of also going down there. So another a third Another bad terrible pancake. pancake, yeah. <laughs> Scott's like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. The last thing they need is both of us down here. So with another tremor, and it closes even tighter around him, Oof. and then we can hear it. A faint hiss. That's not great. And there's a new problem. Scott yeah. is now losing suit pressure. That's fine. You don't need that. It's, you don't need this one. Mm-hmm. Chloe is listening to her iPod, mm-hmm. which thankfully they have that recharging plate because... I was going to say, yeah. Can you imagine if you're on that ship, how precious like that iPod is yeah. of music? How soon do you get sick of your playlists? I don't know. I feel like the the that iPod two thousand nine that could hold a decent amount of songs. Yeah, that's fair. Because yeah. mine, I know, was I think I had that same model. Well, and at some point you get to the point where you're listening to the same music over and over anyway. Yeah, yeah that's fair. But I I had I think that same model and held it held a healthy amount. Yeah, and she's a senator's daughter. She has the highest storage that's capacity yeah, on does. that iPod. Yeah. Um, I think it was like. 16 gig no it's like eight gigs i don't know it, yeah the if you were lucky if you had anything that was like a 16 gig because it yeah. was the multiples of eight yeah a 32 gig was unheard of it was not yeah not yeah. yet but 2009 it, it may have been 16 mm-hmm. i don't remember <laughs> so um vanessa vanessa comes in and sort of she heard over the radio about scott's situation and she came because she thought chloe would want to know and there's a sort of moment that passes between them. And it's clear they both care about him. And then Vanessa leaves. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I'm done. There's a lot of unspoken I words. Yeah. And they, Just face face acting. They're just face acting. Face acting the shit out of it. Yeah. So Chloe comes into the control room as Young is explaining that they're pretty sure the ice tore a hole in the suit. And they can't see it. Scott can hear it. And no one sees Chloe standing back there still as they talk very frankly about how 
There's an hour left at the most. It's plenty of time to make it back if Scott wasn't stuck in yeah. an ice cave. And Rush tries not to flat out say that, you know, the ice might be more important than Scott. Again, that his version of greater good is different <laughs> than the others. Um, Young can pick up what Rush is not hiding well. Mm-hmm. And he's not leaving him here without Scott at the end of the day. End yep. of story. Uh, And Chloe just reveals her presence, just absolutely gobsmacked that Rush would even suggest it. He was like, shouldn't you be in your room? Yeah, what are you, why are you? Chloe's like, shouldn't you be in hell? Yeah, (laughs) shouldn't you fuck right off and not talk to me? My thing is less about, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If Rush was smarter, I think there's a much better argument to be had of you have a little bit longer before we lose one person as opposed to two people. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to the water versus the guy. Yeah. But that's, again, it's the difference is his blanket idea of the greater good. Yeah. That changes for every person. Mm -hmm. There's everybody has a different thought on what the greater good means. And so, um, this, I think, is where Rush is trying to get at here when he tries to put this kinder spin on it. He goes, look, I know you want to save Scott. Obviously, I want to save Scott, too. Mm-hmm. But you have to decide how much time you have left. Yep. And he then talks to Scott and is like, look, if Young spends all of his time trying to free you, there's a chance he won't back to the ship. Yep. Which Scott knows. And Ugh. you don't, like... You don't want either. Again, they focus on the fact that Rush only cares about the ice. Yeah. Young's like, look, we're both going to get back. Keep the gate active. We'll be back with your fucking ice, dude. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. And he signs off and Young is just like, fuck that man. is a lot of work. Yep. So Greer is still hunting, mm-hmm. following the swarm. He gets uh, back. He backs him into a room with no way out. And he shuts the door. And now... All of the bugs are locked in one room mm-hmm. and Rush starts venting the atmosphere. Yay. And Rush just watches them trying to search for a way out. Maybe some of them realizing what's happening in some way. Yeah, panicked. Young is trying one more time to pull Scott free. Instead, he just falls. Damn um, it. Yeah. Just completely out of breath. Scott calls out to him and is like, you need to go, sir. Mm-hmm. We both know that you've had to do this before as well. You've yeah. lost people. This is where he's like, are you looking to die? Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I've done that a a lot of times or not too many times. And he's not doing it again. And you kind of don't have a choice right now because you're stuck down an ice well. Yeah. So Scott is isn't counting. But this is the third time in like three weeks that I that you've been willing to kill yourself. And I'm pretty good chance that I'm not going to be around to stop you next time. Yeah. So you need to calm your role. Yeah. Don't stop this. Yeah. Young tells him that he is a fine. Have some sense of self-preservation. Yeah. (laughs) Young tells him that he's a fine young officer with a heart as big of a house. And he is not here because he wants to die. It's just that he hasn't given up saving his ass. So shut up and think. Yeah. On the ship. It also looks like it sounds like it's been a few weeks since past since our gas refill. That's fair. Because yeah, he yeah, says yeah. third time in as many weeks. Right. That's true. So Greer can see that those bugs are getting pissed off. Mm-hmm. They are trapped. 
mm-hmm. and losing air. And he sees a few manage to find their way out through the door somehow. Mm-hmm. And Greer starts torching them. And they need to plan. Yeah, help me. And yeah. TJ has one and starts to head down to do it. I like that her plan is just like, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> My plan is, I'm coming to you now. I don't know what we do. Yeah. The view the guys see on the planet is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This large sort of ringed planet or moon or something in the sky. Scars are out. Snow is falling. But only Young sees that since Scott is passed out. Yep. Young calls down to him. That's what happens when you start running out of oxygen. Yeah. yeah. No response. And Young needs to think fast. And you can tell he, he like looks at the rope, looks at the platform, back and forth. He considers going back to the ship, getting that ice back to everyone He's else. He's very close to yeah, making this choice. Um, You know, because he doesn't know if Scott's already gone. Right. And a tremor hits. Yep. And that rope he's been pondering starts to slip into the hole. And yep. this time when the treasure tremor hit, it released Scott. Thankfully. Thankfully, Young was able to get the very end of the rope because now is the only thing preventing Scott from just a free fall. Yep. I'm surprised that he wasn't like already tied to that rope, but yeah. here we are. And yeah. now, well, I don't think he had, it wasn't going anywhere before. That's fair. Young just has a straight like deadlift shit now. He, he has to not let the rope go slip through his hands, not let his feet slip on the ice yeah. while yelling at Scott to wake up, yelling in effort. <laughs> yeah. Know, just anything. Yeah. Eventually Scott does wake up and he is just conscious enough to help pull and climb himself free while struggling to stay awake. Yeah. He's not having an easy time of it either. <laughs> like even he's, it's like he's, he's, he's not exactly finding purchase anywhere. No. He's just like, I'm not Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, finally he reaches the surface and emerges and they both fall lying there but knowing that they can't stay there long they yeah, have it's time. clearly not stable well they also have time working against them as well yeah and then scott just started to lose consciousness yay again. that's fine tj finds greer with two others carrying a large drum of water her mm-hmm. plan open the door let them have the water and then trap them in there sheesh it's fine yeah it's fine She's negotiating. Now yeah. we're negotiating. Um, aggressive negotiations, mm-hmm. as we were talking about Star Wars earlier. Yep. <laughs> Greer is not going to be the one doing this because he has been tormenting them with fire. Yeah. And they didn't. Why have, would they trust you? They didn't have a bad experience with the TJ. Like it's the closest thing to trust on the ship right now. Mm-hmm. And she won't even let Greer near be nearby because but the minute they notice him, yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. I, she's like, I want you out of sight because yeah. I don't trust you not to torch them. Yeah. Flat out. Well, and if TJ doesn't trust you, they certainly don't trust you. And he's like, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Because I'm probably going to fucking torch him. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I respect you. I will leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, she takes off her vest and gear and tells Eli uh, to make a clean line towards the gate. Because if it doesn't work, he wants... She wants him to cut this place off from the rest of the yep. ship. Mm-hmm. Young is on his way back to the gate with Scott loaded up on a platform. He needs a nap. Yeah. And maybe some air. Um, oh, by the way, though, before you come back, can you just like step to the side for a minute? No reason. <laughs> no no friend, reason. Fine. Don't stand directly in front of the gate. Yeah, no reason. TJ tells him to open the door, keeping the water between her and the bugs. Mm-hmm. They sit there for a minute like pondering we still don't know how much intelligence these yeah. creatures have it's very snake charmer this approach mm-hmm. yeah 
And they all swarm into the water. She puts the top on, closing it, latching it, and they rush to the gate room. Yeah. So when Young and Scott get to so the gate. something weird, random that bugged me yeah. is that this top has a screw lid. Uh-huh. But she latches it. Uh-huh. And that bothered me. Um, yes. <laughs> the end. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, so they get to the gate, it cooshes, mm-hmm. and Young's like, hey, how about you shut down the gate so I could dial it? No reason. Yeah. Rush is like, hey, how about you hold on a minute? Because we're just sending sh- some sh- bugs sh- through. We got present for this planet. We have no other choice. Just step away and hold still. Yep. Which confuses Young to high hell, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. what else are you going to do? Yep. Yeah. So they toss it, they toss it through the gate. I'm like... You could just roll that shit. How about don't toss and risk breaking it open? That's just... fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you keep it there long enough, then it'll be destroyed by the kawoosh on the Fair. other side. Yeah. Anyway, the bugs literally punch their way out of the container. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> they punch their way out of the container mm-hmm. and they swarm over Scott recognizing him. Yeah. And they form the face of vision. That's yep. all I see <laughs> Is Marvel's vision. Yep. Um, and he opens his eyes just long enough to see them. Mm-hmm. And then they fly away, letting young Dial back to destiny. Omen? A good thing? Who knows? Anything's good question. possible. Uh, so they come through the gate, get their helmets off as soon as they can. Both mm-hmm. men taking deep breaths. Mm-hmm. And we get some of the ice back as well. They, he just kind of threw Scott over ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get Scott out of it's there. It's better than no up. ice. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and Chloe was there, sort of takes his his suited hand as they leave. Yeah. Riley is giving Young some water. Like, I feel like in this moment, I would eye roll a little at Chloe. Yeah. Like, bro, let the man breathe. Also, he you can't tell your whole... Like, yeah, maybe wait until we get the suit off him. Yeah, how about give it, like, 10 minutes even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And then Rush and Young just fucking stare daggers at each other. Yeah. Just stare daggers mm-hmm. at each other. The greater good, man. <laughs> I feel it like to you versus me is not the same. Both of them, this entire series so far has just been like a study in if looks could kill between mm-hmm. the two of them. Yep. And Destiny flies off to FTL again. Yay. At some point later, Young opens the door to Spencer and is like, look, if you start shit again, I will deal with you personally. Do you understand? And he just kind of blows off a yes, sir, as he like brushes by them. Spencer, you're made of 70% water (laughs) and we're low on water. Do you want to become our next water source? Greer is like, I don't think he understood you. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Greer, or sorry, Young walks into the hallway. Franklin, Volker, and Parker all there trying Everybody to talk wants to a him yeah. about different things from communication stones to actions of Greer, I'm assuming Greer, mm-hmm. um, and new ration amounts, and Young just ignores all of them as he slow-mo walks away. Yeah. Yeah. He's got fucking other shit to handle. And I'm assuming what he was walking out of at that time is what he later reports to the keynote that yep. at 3 a.m. Gorman died from his injuries. Yikes. TJ did everything she could and he will hold services tomorrow at 4 p.m. And he's like, how the fuck do I turn this shit off? Yeah. End I'm of done now. Can I be done? Yep. Not that, you know, I want anyone particular to die, but fuck, it would have been better if that was Spencer. Yeah. You know, two birds, one stone. Yeah. Sheesh. 
I, I'm not sure what this episode really built other than like, what's going on with Young's background? <laughs> like, what did this man do before? It's sort of just, yeah, we're still just in crisis mode. Yeah. Um, but that's really, all we really learned is that Spencer's still a piece of shit. Yep. Um, and continues to become a bigger piece of shit. Yep. Um, and TJ needs to work on her self-confidence. Yeah, she does. Those are the biggest items. Anyway, what's so next? Next up is an episode called Earth. Earth. The Captain Planet episode is after this one, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to say is you're going to like this episode. Oh, boy. I am loving this entire series. I know you are. I kind of. So and, and I've been into this like limited series runs of things that mm-hmm. I'm enjoying. So it's kind of nice that it's not 10 seasons. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, it's, like, just, it's, all, it's two seasons. It's coming. It's coming. Um. But I also don't want to think about the end. Yeah. Um, but okay, we'll be back next week with Earth. Until then, find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook. There's no place like Terra. Email us at There's no place like Terra at gmail.com. Read us like us view us. Oh, Patreon.com slash No Place Like Terra. Rate us like us view us wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.